Welcome to Podcast One. We hope you'll support our sponsors who bring you these podcasts absolutely free and with limited interruptions. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this show, which will get started in just a second. Is your home an ADT home? Get ADT and help protect against break-ins, fire, and carbon monoxide. For a limited time, get ADT's lowest rate starting at just $28.99 a month from the most trusted name in home security. That is just a dollar a day. ADT is the first security company to help keep you safe at home and when you're on the go with the new ADT Go app. It even includes an SOS button with 24-7 emergency response. And you get ADT Go with a purchase of any security system. Go to ADT.com slash podcast or ADT.com to take advantage of ADT's lowest rate. With 36-month monitoring contract, early termination and installation fees apply. Excludes taxes and fees. Applies to traditional services only. Certain markets excluded. Licenses available at ADT.com. ADT. Tested. Trusted. Proven. Podcast One presents The Doctor and Mrs. Guinea Pig Show with Heather and Terry Dubrow. Does it work or is it a crock? No worries. Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig are on the case. This is Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig. I'm Heather Dubrow. And I'm Dr. Terry Dubrow. Hi, everybody. Hello. So. Yes. How are you? I'm good. Um, I did some funky stuff at Botch today. What'd you do? We had a patient come in from the UK. Yeah. Who had lost a gazillion pounds. Uh Uh-huh. And before she gained a gazillion pounds, she had had a bunch of breast augmentations with really large implants Mm -hmm. and then gained a whole bunch of weight and had developed complications for breast implants that she wasn't aware of because her breasts were so big she couldn't see them until she lost the weight again. (laughs) Oh, God. That's crazy. So once she lost the weight, it totally uncovered major breast implant complications. Wow. Yeah. So... It was a combined thing where she has a complication from breast augmentation, very difficult in both breasts, and has stretched out skin from weight loss. So it's interesting because... Double whammy. Yeah, double whammy. It's interesting because it made me think about, you know, you know they talk about this mommy makeover thing? Well, you know how I feel about the mommy makeover. Tell me. I feel like... um, Well, say what you're going to say and then I'll tell you. Well, mommy makeover basically refers to the fact that your body... Specifically, your abdomen and your breasts change after having children. Mm-hmm. And it's all due to, you know, stretching, stretching skin, yeah. basically. And it, it not only does breastfeeding affect the skin because the breasts get larger and the skin stretches out, it, um, it actually weirdly atrophies the, the tissue. So every girl who has children and breastfeeds even if their skin goes back, they still think they still change to their breast tissue changes. Right. Well, I mean, just using myself as an example, because that's the only example I have, my study of one, I mean, I didn't breastfeed and my breast, compl- I mean, don't you remember my breast? We've talked about this before, but my breast tissue completely went away. Yeah. And I had a half a second where I was thinking about getting a small implant and then remembered the fact that I'm deathly allergic to plastic, latex, right. everything like that. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have encapsulated terrible situation if I do this. And I felt weird about, I don't know, being married to a plastic surgeon and living in Orange County and having implants. It just yeah. seemed like, I don't know, comical or something. But here's the thing is that my breast tissue came back. Yeah. Weird, huh? And my body was so weird after I had my kids, and it changed after every pregnancy. Yeah. So I have four kids, I have three pregnancies, my body changed. And the thing that bothers me about the mommy makeover, and tell me if you agree with this or not, obviously you see this all the time with all different kinds of bodies, but the thing about the mommy makeover that bothers me is that I feel like people do it too soon, and that your body needs time to kind of like mellow out and do whatever it is it's going to do. Because me as the example, like breast tissue came back. And they look... Yeah, but how long did it take to come back? A couple years. A few years after the last one. Really? Um, right? Yeah, but Didn't it take like two or three years after I had Coco for my breast? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seemed... Well, she's seven, so it didn't take seven years. So what did it right. take? Three or four years? Yeah. Although by then, maybe your body was changing just because you were getting older anyway. Why do you grow breast tissue in your later years? No. 
No, but you, I don't know. I don't think it's that common for your breasts to come back. Well, I don't know. I, but I, maybe you wouldn't even know because people come in and they do the mommy makeover. So who would know if it grows, if it was going to grow back? Oh, my whole point is, is that, you know, they say like with pregnancy, one year up, one year down. Yeah. I feel like, you know, a lot of people, as soon as they're done with that last child, they're like, all right, I'm ready for my mommy makeover. Give me the breasts. Give me a tummy That's tuck. That's they and, do. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should wait a little. That's right. my opinion. So generally speaking, my makeover refers to usually treating the deflational aspects of the breast with an implants, usually, and a breast lift, which is the, the lift that's the one that, you know, sort of is objectionable in many ways. Although implants are objectionable, too. But the lift is objectionable because scars. it gives you scars. And then, you know, most of the time, the makeover for the abdomen is a tummy tuck with that big, long scar. So a typical mommy makeover is breast augmentation, mastopexy, which is a breast lift, and abdominoplasty, which is a tummy tuck. And so it's a big deal makeover. And it's, you know, like any other plastic surgery procedure has got risks associated with it. But, uh, you know, it can be it can be rather risky. So it's a big, giant operation, very expensive with risks, you know. This is totally random off the subject, but we got this message from Rita. Yeah. Who was talking about, she says, um, love the show. Natalie, I'm so happy for you and Riley. Heather, because of you, Terry and Natalie, I'm learning how to biohack my body. Wasn't that cool? Yeah. She's like, I'm 47-year-old grandmother. But hey, it's never too late, right? But this is her question. Her question. (laughs) 47-year-old grandmother? She's younger than me, by the way. Oh, my God. We're so old. We had kids so old. I'm like... That's why I couldn't have any more kids. I'm like, I can't be 90 on the playground. It's funny. When I was a kid, 47 was the age for grandmother. Now, 47 seems to be the age. And I'm going to have one more. Yeah, right? Um, Not for me, though. No. Anyway, her question was about vitamins, because now she's taking all these vitamins, and she's got a really bad gag reflex. And she's now getting, like, anxiety in the morning because... She's so scared of taking the pill. So she wanted to see, her name's Rita, and she wanted to see if we had any advice for that. Okay. Um, obviously, if the vitamins are in tablet form, you can cut them. You can, you can cut a pill in half? Yeah. Just like that. No yes. big deal. No big deal. But don't you usually taste it? Because don't they usually coat it? No. No? Not if you do it with a lot of water. Um, but obviously, most vitamins are in gelatin caps. Okay. Yeah. Or they're powders. But she was just saying swallowing a pill in general was the thing. You know, the big thing is put put it in the front of your mouth, take a giant hit of water and gulp it down like you're gulping down water, like you're really, really thirsty. And it'll just go. It'll go. That's how I taught the kids to do it. I also think there's nothing wrong with breaking them up during the day. I like to get it over with, but I have some pills I take in the morning, some I take at night. Um... But if it's really a problem, you know what? Take two in the morning. If you, let's say you're taking six. Instead of taking all six, why not to t- take two in the morning, two in the afternoon, two at night? I take 12 at once in the morning. Well, you're a rock star that apparently doesn't have a gag issue. I don't have much of a gag reflex, weirdly. I can actually stick my finger down the back of my throat and not gag. So you'll do well in prison. Do you know how I know I this? I think we have a goal. Do you know how I know this? How do you know this? Because when I sometimes, you, you know, you get sick enough. You eat too much, and it's rolling around, and you wake up at 2 a.m. and think, I have to go throw up. That's the only way I'm going to feel better. I'm going to suffer for the next two hours with nausea. So you go into the bathroom, and you decide, I'm going to induce vomiting, which I don't recommend, but every once in a while, you got to get it out of your system. I will shove my finger down the back of my throat, and I have to like basically mush it around like crazy. Eh, all right. Well, now I'm going to throw up just from listening to you. I think we have a call. Hi there, you're on with Heather and Terry. Oh my gosh, this is nuts. Hey, how are you guys? We're good, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm actually sitting here with your with your book on my coffee table. Actually. I love That's it. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Our new book is coming out in October, The Dubrow Diet. Well, I'll make my boyfriend buy that for, for awesome. the next special occasion. He got it for this for my birthday, and so I'll just put it on the list continuously. Oh, cute. I love it. What's your question? Okay, so it's kind of a two-parter. Um... I know you guys are probably both really big on kind of staying out of the sun and making sure that you keep your skin healthy. Um, I'm a 31-year-old male, and I work in the blue, a blue-collar industry, so a lot of times I'm outside in the sun. Mm-hmm. I'm in kind of a dirty environment. I actually work at a wastewater treatment plant okay. in the valley. And um, so I was just curious, do you guys have a brand that you would recommend or ingredients to look out for? And on top of that, more specifically, for males, 
is there a regimen or are there things that we should be focusing on? Um, I'm starting to notice wrinkles. I'm starting to notice dryness and just things that we should focus on specifically to to make sure that we're keeping our skin healthy and kind of looking, you know, fresh and and youthful. Do you get to wear a hat? I do get to wear I do get to wear um, a helmet. So that definitely is something that I try to utilize. And I do use sunscreen. I've just heard a lot of things about you know chemicals in them causing more problems than doing good at times. And so I was just curious if there was something that you had specifically or a brand that you would recommend that you know. Okay, well, I'll tell you for for me, and then Terry, maybe you can weigh in with yeah. what you want. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, absolutely, you have to wear sunscreen. You know which one I really like? I like that Roche Posay. It's not Poche. expensive. You can get it at the drugstore. How do you spell it? La Roche okay. Posay. I think it's R O C H E P O S A Y. Right. I actually just ordered someone on Amazon. It's not P O S E Y? I think it's A Y. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. E Y would be Posey. I think it's A-Y. Yeah. Um, the, it's called Anthelios. It's very, very good, and it doesn't have any bad chemicals in it, and it's it's terrific, and it's easy on the skin because a lot of times sunscreens can break you out because they plug, plug yes. your, your pores. So yes. I really like that one. I think Neutrogena makes a really good one too, and Neutrogena makes a very high one. I would try to get as high as SPF if you can, 50, 60, 80, okay. 100 kind of thing for right, sure. Right. Um and then in our line, of course, it kind of depends on what you're looking for. But I feel like, you know, when everyone, anyone asks what to start with, with Consult Beauty, I always say Volumigen because it's giving you that, that moisture, that hydration and that volume in your okay. skin. And you're young gotcha. and it'll be good for you and you'll love it. And it'll keep you hydrated. And since you're out in that environment, you're probably very dry. So I think yes. you'd really like that. So I would get the, from Consult Beauty, you can go to um, evine.com or Amazon, and uh, look for Volumigen Concentrate and Volumigen Facial Cream. So I think zinc oxide, titanium oxide, if you're you're in the sun all the time, is completely blocking. SPF, uh, you know, at 20 or greater. And I think for a guy, in terms of wrinkles, you know, you – I shave all the time. Do you shave a lot? Yeah. Same here. We have to stay clean shaven. Oh, good. Shave – Take you want a little special piece of advice? I I have really wrinkle free skin, don't you think, honey? I do. Yeah, yeah. I have. I have. And the re- I actually have pretty decent skin for a guy my age, and the reason is is because I my entire I don't like facial hair on me. I've been an incessant shaver, so shave in the morning, put an electric razor in your car, and shave on the way to work, and shave on the way home. If you it's sh- the best exfoliation on the planet. It, it really is. If you, if you uh, okay. pre- the secret of preventing wrinkles at your young age is shave incessantly, <laughs> and you will never have wrinkles. I don't have but any But do wrinkles. an electric razor so you don't get yeah. uh, uh, burned. Got it. Okay. okay, and I'll shave. I'll shave my forehead to keep those forehead rings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't do that. And then, and then, fine. <laughs> right, and then finally, um, I, I think for a guy, you can up the ante a little bit when it comes to skincare and wrinkles, and you can, you should consider using a product with a retinoic acid in it. So, okay, uh, a retinol. So you know, but he's uh, out in the sun. I know, but if he's wearing sunscreen, he's cool. You know, if he's going to really be religious about it, so. Uh, at night, a retinoic acid. You know, we have Regenerol, which is this encapsulated high-strength retinol. But any high-strength retinol compound, over-the-counter compound, might help you to minimize those wrinkles. But shave like a maniac, man. Okay. All you right. got it. All right. Thanks thank for you calling. so much for calling. Thank you, guys. I love you guys both. Thank you so much. Oh, awesome. Thank okay. you. Bye, hon. So sweet. Yeah. Um. Where were we? So we were talking about mommy makeovers, you know. <coughs> and so um, it's interesting. A mommy makeover in many ways is similar, though not as extreme as someone who's lost a ton of weight. And obviously a mommy makeover usually involves a post-pregnancy it involves a post-pregnancy uh, problem by definition. And who doesn't gain weight in their pregnancy? Even the best the, the least amount of weight gain is at least 25 pounds, right, from a pregnancy? Yeah, I gained a lot more than that. Right. But, I mean, so some, most women take a little bit of license with their weight gain and gain a little bit more. So it is a post-weight loss situation as well as a post-pregnancy situation. So I think um, when it comes to these procedures, you have to start buying into scars. And scars are, you know – 
a bummer in plastic surgery. But if you're but sometimes it's risk reward. I mean, if it's more important to you to look good in clothes and it is naked, right? Then you don't care, right? Um, should I move on to a question we got here sure, from go. Karis G? Go ahead. Any good tips for dealing with stress? Final university exams next month. Can't wait for the new book. Okay, I, I have you know a lot of feelings about stress. Yeah, and for me. Um, what I should be telling you is meditation, but I meditation for people who really go down that path and really put in the energy and the focus, excuse me, the focus to Did you just belch. No, I hiccups. Oh, the focus to, okay. I belch <laughs> total lie about that hiccup thing. Um, uh. I was drinking tea. And there was sort of a tea belch. A tea belch is kind of a banana All belch. right, moving on. It's kind of an anteriorly All placed right. belch, meaning a tea belch does not come from the stomach. Okay, I'm done with your tea belch. And we're going to come back to the stress because we have a couple of calls on the line. So let's take the calls and then we'll come back to the stress conversation. And the tea belch. Because you're stressing me out with your tea belch. Okay, I know what you think. You think that when you buy good products, they're crazy expensive. Well... Meet Brandless. Brandless is a new kind of company, a community that puts people first. Brandless makes hundreds of better-for-you everyday essentials, including organic products, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, cruelty-free, clean beauty and personal care, non-toxic cleaners, and home goods. Brandless cuts out the middleman and ships direct, saving you an average of 40% on cost markups. Brandless is the healthy online grocery store where everything costs. Are you ready? Are you sitting? $3. Yes. Brandless.com lets you buy high quality, better for your products for just $3 each. Everything from foods, snacks, cleaning supplies, healthcare needs, office supplies, and so much more. I mean, food how could you get a better value than $3 for organic maple syrup and honey? $3. Organic extra virgin olive oil and extra virgin olive oil spray. $3. Paper, napkins, tissues, and plates made from sugarcane and bamboo grass so they're tree-free and environmentally sustainable. $3. Are you getting the point here? So you and your family can eat an all-natural, non-GMO meal that'll cost less than fast food. Again, everything costs just $3. You got to go check it out at Brand Brandless.com. So start building your brandless box today and get free shipping on your first order at brandless.com. Better everything for everyone, all $3. Brandless.com. Hi there, you're on with Heather and Terry. Hi. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm such a big fan of you guys. Oh, thanks. Um, I have a question about intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. actually. So I have been struggling with uh, like some headaches and some dizziness. Um, I've been logging my symptoms, and I went to my doctor, and so they drew some blood, and it all came back normal. Um, so they're not really sure what's going on, but I'm just going to continue to monitor things um, and everything like that. Um, but I've stopped intermittent fasting um, because of this, and I'm oh. not sure if that's oh the right call or... How many hours were you fasting for? Um, I would stop eating at, like, 8 p.m. and start at 11 a.m. So, so 14 hours. So yeah. let me ask you a question. Would sure. when you say you were fasting in the morning, what does that mean you were taking in pie mouth? Anything? Um, just water and coffee, but black coffee. Okay, you were taking coffee. Well, like one cup of coffee? Yeah. Yep. I think if you're getting and you got headaches like even after the first three days? Yeah. yeah. And so it was weird because I had done intermittent fasting for a while and it worked really well. Uh, and then I got this, like, random spell of dizziness and headaches that came on. Yeah. Did you feel better um, once yeah. you started eating? Yeah. Yeah. I think, okay, this is what I think is going on with you. I think your body, um, for a number of reasons possible, could be a little sensitive to dehydration. And okay. dehydration, and I'm not talking about a, you know, a clinical dehydration where you're going to the emergency room and your pulse rate's elevated, your blood pressure is dropped, and your tongue is dry. I mean a relative dehydration so that the fluid levels in your system are a little bit below where they usually are when you're regularly eating and drinking, and you are getting headaches from that. That's number one. So I would, if you want to, what I suggest you try is test this theory and go back and triple your fluid intake. 
Okay. Try that. Okay. That's number one. So as soon as you get up in the morning, slam down two glasses of water. That's a great idea. And then drink a couple, you know, whatever, coffees, teas, and, and keep yourself hydrated and see if I'm right, okay? And by the way, if people tell you that coffee is a, a diuretic and it's dehydrating, it is, yes, it is a diuretic, but... The science has shown that the volume of the water in the coffee overwhelms the weak diuretic effect of the actual coffee itself, and you do not get dehydrated. So tell them that's not true, okay? And so number two is some people have go into very early and quick ketosis, meaning, which is good if you do that, by the way, that's probably why, if that's true in your case, that's probably why intermittent fasting is so effective for you. Ketosis basically means you're you're gone through your sugar stores in your liver and you're working on your fat, which is the place you want to be. And the more you do that, the more you're going to go into what's called ketosis. Ketosis in someone who goes into it easily can give you a headache. So what you might want to do is when we recommend when you're intermittent fasting that you don't necessarily have zero calories. You right. might want to have a, you know a little bit of um, non-dairy creamer in that coffee. Non-dairy creamer, or you might that's a good idea. Or you might want to have um, bouillon. Yeah, but what is this thing, Paul? Paul drinks every morning. Bulletproof, bullet, that that stuff, that oil, that fattery, fatty. But how many calories are in that? You know, a little bit. You take a a little tablespoon of it, and you're gonna. It's gonna prevent you from going to. It's re- putting like coconut oil or something. Coconut in your, oil, like in, in, yeah. in your coffee, yeah. bulletproof coffee. Oh, bulletproof. Yeah, like the coconut or the MCT. I've heard is good. Too. MCT, exactly. So basically, I mean, triglycerides. Well, what we've always recommended is during your fasting period that you can take in about. 100 calories yeah. and still be in your fast. And I think you will find... Not like a piece of meat. No. But like what we're talking Something about. Something that's easily digestible into your bloodstream very quickly. That will prevent, I will bet you, a combination of more hydration and a little bit of MCTs, as you're saying, and um, fats, oils, you will prevent... Those headaches will be gone. The other thing I think you should try to maybe do is... Ease into it, like when you're going back. Start with a 12-hour and see okay. how you do for a few days, and then move it to 13, and then move it to 14. How many how many hours did she say she did? She was doing 14. That's good. That's good. I like 16 personally, but you should not start so, there. So but I would start lower and then work yourself up. So when you intermittent fast, you does the weight come off quickly? Yeah, so I'm pretty small. I'm like 115 pounds, like five six. Ah. Um, but I just like like it for health purposes. You know I'm what? pretty young. I'm 25. Yeah, so. you know what? It's dehydration. You, I yeah. bet. When you're that light, it takes very little to empty, sl- relatively speaking, empty your tank and give you a little lower ICP intracranial pressure, and that will give you a headache. Do you work out in the morning? I do. Yes. So okay. you do what I do. So you, you're cardio fasting and you know what? You need a few, Terry's right. You need more fluids and a few calories. Yeah. Okay. Good. Great. That's great. Really great information. I'm, I'm a huge fan um, and I'm so excited I got to talk to you guys. Oh, thank um, and you. I hope you enjoy your date night. Oh, uh, thank <laughs> you. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. That's Have a thank good you. one, guys. Bye-bye. Too, bye. Oh, she's so nice. Um, <clears throat> Back to me. Look. What were we belching still? What were we doing? T-belch. Anxiety, stress. Oh, we have another call. <laughs> we didn't answer how to deal with stress. Yeah, we're going to come back to it. I'm too stressed out by we you. We hooked up. We got stuck on the T belch. Hi there. You're on with Heather and Terry. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Hi. Hi. How are you? What's your question? Um, okay. So my question is I went to the dentist recently mm-hmm. and he said I've been grinding my teeth uh, when I sleep from stress. And I so. Do that. And I can feel it when I wake up. I can feel how like the tense, how tense it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've heard that Botox can help with that. And I'm wondering if that's true. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. So what? What should I be doing that? Why are you grinding these? Days? I, yeah. Well, I wear I wear like a night guard because of it. Oh uh, yeah, that's what I'm what I'm going to be getting is a night guard. So yeah. I was yeah. wondering if. Which is really sexy, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's hot AF. I know. <laughs> right. So, um, so t- uh, grinding your teeth is actually the, you know what the clinical term for that is, honey? What? Bruxism. Oh yeah, I did know. Yeah. That. So it's do the, the, these very powerful muscles on the side of your jaw that are responsible for grinding are called the masseter muscles. They're inc- okay. incredibly strong muscles, and they 
they do two things as we get older sometimes, both men and women. And what happens is they can hypertrophy. They can get thicker. And as they get thicker, they're basic tone is stronger. Hmm. And if you're okay. if you're a grinder anyway and your masseter muscles are are hypertrophic and they're stronger, they will really cause you to grind down hard. So what Botox does, inject it into the masseter muscles, it doesn't make your ability to chew any weaker. It does decrease the tone in your masseter muscles. The other nice side effect is that if you've ever seen a, a woman like Maria Shriver, who tends yeah. to have a very squared oh, jaw. Oh, yeah, the angular thing. The angular yeah. squared jaw. And putting a Botox in a squared jaw in a man or a woman, it's particularly useful in a woman, gives softens that out, will reduce bruxing, will reduce you know the grinding, and will also make the face more youthful and more feminine looking. What so, if you don't have those oh. hard edges? What hard edges? That meaning, like, what if you don't have a squared? Like, look at my face. But I have. Yeah. What if you already have a soft jaw? Yeah. What if you already have a soft jaw? Or you like, I have an apple head. Like, I have a round face. Like, so what, it, what does it, it do? It won't change the appearance at all. Oh, there you go. I yeah. like oh, it. It's not like it's going to make a uh, a non wide muscle even less wide. Where do you live? Um, I live in Chicago. Oh, I was going to say we have such a good dentist here. Oh, he yeah. He does that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, I, I need to do that. By the oh, way, okay. anybody yeah. oh. can do this. Oh. But, oh, really? But if you find a dentist who regularly uses Botox, it's probably the best person to do it, you know? Okay. But if not, a yeah. dermatologist or plastic surgeon who truthfully has injected uh, Botox in the master muscles of the jaw, they're perfect. It's, you know what? Botox in the master muscle is one of the least technically sensitive procedures, meaning it's one of the easiest. You sort of oh, can't perfect. blow it. Like if you blow it with Botox above the brow, it can drop the brow and give you droopy brow and weirdness. You can't, so they can't do serious damage. No, there's really the, no. There's I mean, no droopy jaw. There's no droopy jaw. There's not like you, you can eject it into your mouth, you swallow it, and your body's paralyzed. Nothing. There's nothing to worry. Oh my about. god, I didn't even think about that. It doesn't happen. Uh, no. <laughs> Super effective. Oh, well, great. You know what? You want to know one other little pearl or piece of information that I think is kind of cool? As opposed to Botox in the face for wrinkles, Botox mm-hmm. in the masseter muscles weirdly lasts a lot longer. Really? Even though the muscle's mm-hmm. a lot bigger. Um, I was going to say, is it because the muscle's bigger? I don't know. I, I, no, it just it, it works. I mean, I have had patients whose muscles stay affected by Botox for a year, whereas nobody... There isn't anyone on the planet who Botox lasts a year in the in the wrinkles between the brows, or around the eyes, or the forehead. You know the three common places. Right. So it's really good. Uh, the only thing is you need a you need a full dose in each jaw, in each okay. muscle, muscle. Full, in each side. Yeah, okay. A full dose. Yeah. Like the amount that you would put in a whole forehead is what you need in each jaw. In each oh side. wow. Yeah. Okay. It's one syringe. Okay. It's one syringe. No big deal. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So there you go. You should expect to pay um, probably, depending on the – you're in a high-end community, but, you you know, between 250 and $600 for this. Okay. Okay. And, and it should be more like $400 for, for jaw. Okay. That's what you should expect to pay. But if it goes up to six, you're in a high-end expensive retail community, <laughs> you know. Well, she's in okay. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Thank you. Heather, by the way, please come back to the OC. Oh, dear. Bad connection. (laughs) Bad connection. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for calling. Bye. She's so cute. Yeah. Um, Stress. See, that just stressed me out. Oh, really? No. Not really. Um, So, back to... Stress. Okay. So I'll, my take on stress and yes, then your take. Right. So my take on stress, you know, the best thing is meditation by far. I don't do it very much. In fact- Do you I, do it ever? I do. I do. You know, I try this one. I am so hyper and I don't have 10 minutes. I really don't. I don't have 10 minutes. And if I have 10 minutes in the morning, I'm going to fall back to sleep. So if you, if the best, and by the way, don't buy a book on meditation, go to YouTube and put in- 
techniques of medicate meditation. Oh, really? That's a good idea. Ten minute meditation. Put in ten minute meditation, and you know, there is nothing better that for teaching yourself than YouTube. It's the ultimate encyclopedia. Anyway, meditation number one, number two, of course, exercise. Number three, of course, sleep. And then number four... Sex. My fi- f- Sex is very good, too. My favorite is... This is going to be weird, and I'm not going to belabor this, is, is the Buddhist attitude, the Buddhist approach. Go on to Twitter and put in Buddhism and just read the four basic tenets of Buddhism and just try to incorporate that into your life. That is a form of meditation, though, because I feel like when you read... You might not just be sitting quietly, but I feel like when you're reading the teachings of something that calms you and relaxes you, whether it's the Bible, Buddhist teachings, or inspirational quotes, that is a form of meditation and focus. Right. But I'm specifically saying the content of Buddhism, not the the actual reading and so on. Uh, The content of Buddhism is basically... Get over it. You're going to die. Okay. You you got that Happy message. Monday. You know you're going to die, so don't expect bad things not to happen because the worst thing that's ever going to happen to you will happen to you. Right. So it's it, – in simple terms, it's the pain is inevitable. Suffering, suffering is, is optional. optional. So when something painful happens to you, you know, and when you think about stressful situations that are coming up, yeah. That's that's life. That's the way it works. So you know. But anyhow, B- Buddhism is fabulous, and you can be a Christian, a Catholic, a Jew, and still study Buddhism. It's a spiritual uh, spirituality. It's not a religion. Okay. So there <laughs> you right. go. Very good. Um, I agree with you on all those points. I think those are all good for stress. I think um, for me, the number one thing is exercise. Right. Exercise relieves my anxiety and my stress. So when we were going to the Maldives, and we've talked about this, but when we were going to the Maldives and I got water weight, I took Diorex. I love Diorex. It relieves water weight gain. I didn't notice like that I was running to the bathroom. It was just normal. It just felt like it was gone. It was like I had it and then it was gone. It works and it's the best-selling non-prescription water weight brand. Diorex helps you eliminate extra water weight and reduce feelings of bloat. You feel like yourself again. It's I, I swear to you, it really really works. I had never taken anything like this. And I was like getting the bloating. We were going on the trip. Oh, I'm bloated. And someone said, take Diorex. So I did. I love it. So you can pick up Diorex at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and all kinds of retailers. You are going to want to keep Diorex in your medicine cabinet so you have it every month. Trust me, I have it in mine. Hey, if you like our show, then look out. The Lady Gang podcast is hitting you up every Tuesday and Thursday on Podcast One. Join Becca Tobin, Jack Vanek, and Kelty Knight. Talk to amazing guests like Destiny's Child, Michelle Williams, and Bachelor Nation's Corinne Olympios. Then answer your burning questions with Lady Gang quickies. Download the Lady Gang podcast at Podcast One and Apple Podcasts. Also remember to rate and review. This is Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig with Terry and Heather Dubrow. Hi there. You're on with Heather and Terry. Hi, this is Jessica. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I hope you guys are having a good evening. We oh, are. How about you? you? Uh, pretty good. Nice and relaxing. So that's good. Oh, good. What's your question? <laughs> My question was about preventative Botox because I've heard you talk about it before mm-hmm. and you recommended it. So I actually um, I had an appointment last week and after doing some research, I got nervous because I saw that sometimes they say you can get droopy. If you don't keep up on it, yeah, so it's almost like a lifetime commitment. Uh, oh no, no, oh, not oh, true. Oh, droopy. If you, oh, you know, I'm so glad you brought that up because that's an important. Okay, so yeah. let me. First of all, how old are you? Twenty six. Okay, so preventative Botox. I'm, you know, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. I think me too. It's not something you need. The best way to determine. How much you should consider, in my opinion, preventative Botox is to look at your mom. And if your mom is pretty smooth-faced, then you don't need preventative Botox as if uh, you look at somebody else's mother who very early on started to develop deep lines because there's obviously a genetic component to how we age. And if you're – as much as you can possibly figure out, if your genetic component like Heather's is very youthful, she doesn't need – preventative Botox. But if it's, you know, thick, heavy skin with a lot of early wrinkles, that's someone who should consider preventative Botox. Now, it's a fallacy that preventative Botox, if you stop, or Botox, you stop using it, it will lead to droopiness. Now, what I find 
interesting that dermatologists and plastic surgeons are now saying, because I've read recent articles about this, that I completely disagree with, is that Mm -hmm. patients who use filler a lot, that if you stop using filler, it stretches your skin out. I completely think that's BS. I just do. I think they do that because they want people to continuously use filler once you start. Well, because it makes sense. If you think about it, it's like having implants put in. It stretches the skin out. And if you take the implants out, you would assume they're going to be droopy. So in a smaller way, you would think if you're puffing up, let's say, your cheekbones, right, with filler and making them 25% larger, you're stretching the skin 25%. If you stop using it and it goes away, isn't it saggy? I think if you were to make it 25% larger, that would be true. But the truth is... If you really were to measure the surface area change Uh and the volume change of someone who does filler in the nasolabial folds or the lips or so on, it doesn't cause drooping. And you know how I know this? First of all, we on Botched have had a gazillion patients in our five seasons that have injected huge amounts of filler in their lips. Huge. We have dissolved it out and looked at it. And their lips, you know what they complain of? Their lips are too small. Well, <laughs> they don't complain of, of wrinkling or droopiness. No. Huh. They, they, it, right. it does not. Yeah, I would have thought that too. No, the only way to get skin to stretch out is to increase the volume of the entire skin. Just like breast skin. You put a breast implant underneath the entire breast mound. If you have a pregnancy, the entire abdominal wall is stretched out. If you gain weight, fat cells all over your body increase if you though put you know um a little a little volume in a wrinkle that goes down this from your nose to your lips or put something in just your lips it's such a minimal volume size increase that it doesn't i just think that's complete bs and a lot of doctors are starting to say this it's not true so but to go oh, back good. to the botox thing because that was you what you were talking about so you, you're clear now if you stop using botox it doesn't make you droopy okay yeah that was my fear if it's something i you know do now and i can afford to do now then five years down the line yeah, i but all of only a sudden do can't it, afford it yeah but t- no no you're fine but listen to what terry said only do it if you need it or where you need it like i know for me I think I started, how old was I when I did Botox? 28? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the blame for that. Yeah, because I was on a TV <laughs> show and Terry looked at my, the lines between my eyebrows. He goes, you know, when you wrinkle your, when you furrow your brow, when you make this face, those lines in between your eyebrows get super deep. I'm like, they do not. And then I watched myself on the show. We talk about this in our book, but I watched the, the show the next week and he was right. Now, they... I didn't have wrinkles because I was 28, but preventatively, I started getting a little just in between my eyebrows. I mean, I'm an actress. I still had to be able to move my face, but just a little bit, and I never got those lines. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so I think it's a good thing. And she did like a a map to show me where she would inject it. It was very conservative. Where where was she going to inject it in your face? Um, I think it it was right above my eyebrows and right on like the side. Oh, I guarantee you won't get any stretching of the skin. Okay. Guarantee and filler in those areas, which isn't that common anyhow. There's no way. I just it, no way. It's it's really hard to actually stretch skin. You really have to expand <laughs> it way out for a long right. period of time and then have it go away. Says the man who's never had a pregnancy. <laughs> no, but I've gained and lost a lot of weight. That's true, but it's it, for some reason that pregnancy thing it just ruins your stomach. Well, that's because it's a giant. It's bigger than any breast implant. Yeah, yeah. Think yeah. about that. That's true. It not only does your your the baby get bigger, the uterus, uterus gets everything, bigger, the yeah. whole the whole shooting match. And we love the children, so there. It Some is. of them. Some of them. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. I hope that was helpful to you. Yes, thank you so much for your advice. I listen every week while I go for my run. Awesome. And I okay. get lots of information, so thank you so much. Oh, I thank love that you. she runs while Bye-bye. she listens. What yeah, isn't that cool? It makes, t- it makes the time go by so fast. Oh. Every Tuesday and Friday. Thank <laughs> oh, awesome. Sweet. Thank you so much. Great talking with you. Yes, you too. Have a nice night. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. What a sweetheart. So sweet. S- super sweet. By the way, um, I... Am you know a f- the father of four, and uh, even though I'm sort of older, I'm very hip. I'm I'm just putting that out there. Right You're now. not hip. I'm super. You hip. try to make things happen. You try to say things like SG, so good SG. 
And we're all going, it's not a thing. What I mean by hip is that I'm very aware of what, <clears throat> you know, I'm ageless. This will be good. What I'm paying attention. My social sensibility is very ageless, meaning I know what 12-year-olds are talking about. I know what 20-year-olds are talking about. I know what 60-year-olds are talking about. I know what everybody's talking about because I pay attention to, and I learn it through social media, okay? And I work with a lot of young people. Yep. And so the other day, you also read a lot. You watch a lot of YouTube. You, yeah. you stay on. You stay on the, the cusp. Social of media. Yeah. So the other day, um, my daughter. We were talking about you know I L Y S M. I love you so much. Yeah. You know, these, I know what, what it are means. these? What are these called? These things? Mnemonics? No. What are they no. called? No anagrams. I don't know. They're called a thing. Whatever they call. Are they anagrams? They're not. No. Me. Like a FYI. WTF? LOL. AF. Yeah, something like that. So, um, so I don't know all of them. In fact, I didn't know, like BRB. You know what that is, honey? Be right back. Be right back. I L Y S M. I love you so much. And LOL, obviously. And GTG. GTG got to go. ATM. Right, ATM at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> the other day, you know, you know, IKR. Oh, what is that? I know, right? Oh, seriously? Yes. IKR. Max texts me that all the time. I'll say, did you see blah, blah, blah? She writes IKR. Wow. I th- you know what I thought it was? What? Ipsilateral knee replacement. Yeah, that would be you know, wrong, Mr. Cutting Edge, that's what hip is. dad. Ipsilateral knee replacement. Ipsilateral knee replacement. That's, yeah. that's exactly what my 14-year-old that's, daughter was texting me. That's one-sided uh, knee replacement. IKR. Anyway, so <laughs> my my kids say, when you say to them, how are you? How is school? Good. good. And if something, is, if something is, sucks, they'll say good good and if something's really good they'll go so good so good it's so good so i like to make fun of them so good so good so good so the other day i go it's sg and i go what they go what's the sg i go so good they go oh yeah no and my daughter says that is so not a thing i go oh sg is so a thing and so even right now you're trying to make it a thing it, 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 by the way it's become a thing yeah okay, so only for one you. of one of uh uh, Max's friends, Max is our 14-year-old daughter, who's a big fan of Botched, because she has very good taste, um, has made SG a thing, and uh-huh. it bugs Max. Only with Max. Yeah. So now it's Sugget, SG. It's SG. So if you're out there and you hear me, and you want to ever tweet me SG, I'd really appreciate it. Oh my gosh, do Heather not SG. feed the beast. Treat Heather SG. Listen to your podcast, it was SG. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Suck it. Oh my goodness. And then, and then she said- You know what I'm excited it's about? It's also SD. So dumb. Yeah. You know what I'm excited about? <laughs> what? Our trip to New York. Yeah, going to New York. I'm excited about what, what, what am I thinking? Watch, watch how good she is. What am I thinking about New York? The Go. meal at Quality Meats. That's it. The meal yeah. at Quality Our favorite restaurant- in New York is called Quality One of them, yeah. yeah. Love it. So what happened was we're going to my niece's bat mitzvah and- Your hair looks good, by the way. Did you get a cut yesterday? No, I had it colored. Huh, you know, it. I'm allergic to everything. I found that one, if you're allergic to every hair color on the planet like me, yeah. it's called color print, but it only comes in two colors. So it's like, it's just dark now. I don't huh. know. But it's either dark or gray. Those are my choices. You look good, honey. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Your hair looks good. Your face, well, your face always looks good. Oh, thanks, babe. Um, so anyways, we're going to my, stop. <laughs> we're going to my niece's bat mitzvah. And we're, so we're going from like Thursday to Saturday. Right. Well, I am. You're coming Friday. But we're going to go home Saturday night because we always like to come home from a trip on Saturdays so that we have Sunday to like recover, yeah. get together, yeah. get our stuff together for the week. And because, you know, when you come home on Sunday, it's stressful. You want to kill yourself. It's stressful and you have to get up early the next day and it just, you just don't feel like you've recovered at no, all. Even no. if you're on a relaxing vacation, I think right. it's just too hard. Yeah. But anyway, as it turns out, Terry had to do botched press that Monday. Right. So Megan Kelly. Yeah. May 7th at 9 a.m. Central Eastern time. Right. I don't know. Yeah. My, yeah, nine. Anyway, so the point of what I was saying was that we are doing a little vacation, a little adult vacation. Yeah, we're sending the kids home. Yeah, our well, fabulous nanny is coming to New York, hanging out with her friends. Paul's coming in four thirty Sunday. Wants to have dinner with us. Okay, that's fine. So we have to make we. I know. <laughs> he said that to me today. I went, oh, I thought you're coming in later. That means we have to have dinner with you. But he wants to have dinner with us. Okay, that's He's fine. picking up the check. 
Paul has like never picked up the check. Oh, you mean real. he actually announced to you he's going to pick up the check? No, I'm telling you he's picking oh, up the check. Oh, please. I, We're going to the polo restaurant. I, he's not picking up I'm the check. I'm alligatoring arms. Uh, oh, because of the, we'll see what oh, happens. Oh, because the champagne bill will be more Whatever. than Whatever. Yeah. We always pay. You're going to get La Grande. We've paid gone. for a lot of charamutas over the years, by the way. Half the, uh, by the way, his girlfriend. Well, she's not a charamuta. Has moved in. She did? Officially. So why isn't she coming to New York with him? Because uh, he's only there for a day. Oh. He's coming at 4.30 Sunday. Yeah. We do the botch press Monday. We're out of there by 5. Yeah, you're done Next at 5. Day. You're taking yeah. 8.30 flight home. Yeah. yeah. We're doing the 21followers.com tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited for it. You know, we're we're starting to write our new book um, on relationships. So we've been talking a lot about because our new book, The Dubrow Diet, is coming out in October, which is very exciting. But you can pre-order that now, right? Oh, yeah. You can pre-order it on Amazon right now. Yeah. Right, like go right now yeah, and Dubrow pre-order diet. The Dubrow yeah. Diet. Um, awesome recipes in there. It's our whole diet and exercise plan and, and the whole called- thing. Interval eating. Interval eating. Yeah. The Dubrow diet. And the back pictures of the back cover. Fun. I'm, I'm very fat on the back cover. It's very funny. Yeah. Deodorant is important. Let's face it, people. If you don't have a good deodorant, it's all over. I've always used Secret. Well, there's a new active deodorant for women made by Secret, and it's called Secret Active. It is activated by activity, so it's designed to work when you are moving around a lot. And it's good to sweat. You know, it's healthy, gym, fitness. Terry and I are very into um, staying in shape. And of course, you're meeting friends at the gym. You're hanging out with your coaches. And so even though you want to sweat and get a good workout in, you want to smell good, right? So Secret Active is designed with long-lasting scents, which provides a constant reassurance that it's working. Secret Active uses sweat activated technology. It has odor neutralizing molecules to trap odor, lock it away, and then replace it with a fragrance. It works all day long. Because, I mean, who wants to reapply deodorant every time your heart rate goes up? That's ridiculous. That's not a good use of your time. If you are active, you need a product like Secret Active. Um, We've been talking a lot about, you know, what makes a good relationship and what we're doing. And we're planning a trip for, we've been together 21 years, but next year is our 20 year wedding anniversary. So we're planning this trip. We're talking about all these things. And, and Terry looked at me and he's like, we need to go away. We need, cause we travel a lot, but it's either for business or with the kids or whatever. You, You mean go away before that? The 20-year Oh, yeah. yeah, before, yeah. Like before next year like for now. sure. Like, like now. Soon. We were thinking that right now we've been working so much separately. And even when we go to Minnesota together, it's so much work that we need like a little vacation, but we don't have time. So this worked out so perfectly that we have to be in New York and there's two days in between. Well, the kids uh, – so we'll be alone what? Saturday night. That's it. Sunday. Sunday until Paul gets there at 4.30. Oh, gosh. We'll get heavily liquored up before he gets there. No, that'll be fun. Oh, stop. That'll be fun. It'll be nice to have dinner with him. Anyway, his girlfriend moved in. And? And I said, like, moved in, moved in? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah. I go, so. She going to get a job here? So I said, so you're basically supporting her. He goes, well, no. I go, well, what do you mean? No. She moved from another state in right. with you. And it's not working. And it's not working. So he goes, oh, I'll give her a, a little cash here and there. I go, no, 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 no. She's moved in with you. She's not working. You are paying all her bills and giving her spending money. Yeah. I it's mean, like a wife. It's the deal. And then he starts going back and forth. Well, you know, she'll do take care of my kids when I'm not, you know, I'm at work because you know, he has kids half right. the time. And I go, okay. So she's your nanny. Okay. No, I'm kidding. He, go, he goes, I won't have to use my nanny. I go, he, I, he says, so I'll save the money on my nanny. I go, you, what, what? Your, your girlfriend basically is now your nanny. She's come to move in with you. And one of her responsibilities is nanny. <laughs> I mean, what, Yikes. would you go for that? No. I mean, are you kidding me? I also wouldn't move in without a ring, but that's just me. I'm a little old school. I uh, wouldn't even move in with you until after the wedding. Right. I always say, "Why buy the cow uh, if the, the milk, milk is free?" free. And in this yeah. case, I'm the cow. In this I case, it. I bought the cow. You bought the cow. I bought all the udders. By and the way, and the hoofs, the hoofs. <laughs> and the hoofs really the hoofs the 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 udders and what are they called? The teats. The teats yep. about the teats. Teats are good, by the way. And you love them. <laughs> <laughs> Teats are good, I. So he didn't buy the cow. He's just paying for the cow. Uh, 
He didn't. The, by the, the way, the milk ain't free over there. No, by he's the way, paying for her. No, no, he's renting the cow. He's renting. He's leasing the cow. Why, why? He's got a long term lease on the cow. <laughs> why buy the cow when you can rent it? <laughs> so rude. That's so bad. Oh, gosh. No, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that's what he's doing. Um, I go, does know, he know where we're going for dinner? He does not. Does he care? Who cares? Oh, all right. I mean, I'm sure he'll want to go to Il Molino, but we're not. Um, no, I don't want to go. I, no, I'd like to go where we're going. We, uh, we're, Wouldn't we're, you? Totally. Yeah. It was cool. And why go all the way downtown? Yeah. We're going to where? We're going to go to the polo restaurant. Yeah. Awesome. He won't like it, though. It'll be too, he'll think it's too boring. He's got a girlfriend now. He's not going to be hitting on every. He doesn't. It's so, by the way, it's so nice to be with him now because he's not hitting on he's everything. Not like you like know, a boy in heat. Yes. Yeah. Before it was, you know, <laughs> everywhere we went, I'm thinking, you know, dude, give it a rest. Married, okay. Now he's essentially married, which is nice. That is good. You know, you when you're in a relationship, you want to hang out with guys in relationships. Well, I feel like that's what was the problem when we always used to go out with him before. It's like the girls he was seeing, they were. Very nice. Like all of them were nice, but they weren't his girlfriend. So it was like I always – and, you know, because what happens when you go out with couples, sometimes you talk as a group and then sometimes like the women talk and the guys talk. It, that ends up happening, right? right? Right, So I would be talking to someone that I knew I was never seeing again. Right. And I was like making conversation. With, I don't know. It's annoying. And they were usually girls who – Didn't know, speak English. Didn't speak English, were very pretty, but – um, you know, well, I don't care if they're pretty or not, but it was like, you know, making it's like this. It's like when you go out to dinner with a, with friends, you want to be relaxed and hang out. But now I was sitting with a stranger all the time making like polite conversation and, like, so where are you from? And, and, you, and he, if it's his girlfriend, that would be fine because then I know we're developing yeah. a relationship to see each other again. But, you know, when you know it's a one off. Not, oh, not only me. that, it was when he's dating a girl one or two times and we're with him. He. He has a weird relationship with them. So he, they lack that comfort and they're right. It's awkward. And it's awkward and it's more flirtatious. And is the sex thing going to happen later? You know, even though it's not part of the conversation, there's it's that underlying tension. there. Yeah. So it's better. He's got a girlfriend. His girlfriend's so, so nice. She's very nice. Yeah. Very pretty. Very nice. Yeah. But I thought, didn't she work in the medical industry? I think she Something? actually did work for a plastic surgeon. For right. I, th- I thought I remembered that. So right. why doesn't she work in his office? Too, I said, too I, close? I go, tell me she's not going to work in your office. You can't have your girlfriend work in your office. A lot of a lot of wives work in their husband's office, it's, plastic surgeons. It, it's so common and a huge mistake. Why do you think? Uh, you know, you don't want me to come work for you? No. Knock, knock, knock. Hello. No, I mean, I'm here for my position. No, I think it's important in a marriage to you know split up during the day and get together and share your experience. Otherwise, it's, I agree. You know, oh, you remember that woman is mad at me in my office. Oh, what about what about that employee? And it becomes like a big, you know big rag fest. That true, but I think that there are lots of couples out there that work together that seem to do it successfully. Also, and I'm not really sure what the secret is, but I think for us the secret is definitely having our own stories to tell at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, the end of the day, I'm starving. Oh, let's go eat. It's time for, are we going to, we're going to go to catch. Yes. Let's go to catch. Yes. So don't forget, we're going to be at Evine, May 10, 11, 12. Don't forget to listen to Heather Dubrow's World every Friday right here at Podcast One. Yes. And we thank you so much for being um, listeners of our podcast. We love hearing that you guys are jogging and listening and doing the laundry and listening, whatever you're doing. It's so cool. And you know what? Go to Apple Podcasting and leave us a five-star review because those are like our ratings. So that is great for us. And we love to hear from you. So you can contact Terry at Dr. Dubrow or me at Heather Dubrow or HeatherDubrow.com. Tell us what you want to hear more from, more of. Send us your questions. And uh, thank you guys so much. And- we'll- and remember, SG. Yeah. It's a thing. It's not a thing. It's a thing. Not a thing. So good. Not a thing. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you next week. It's all the thing. It's a thing. Thanks for listening to Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig with Terry and Heather Dubrow. Download new episodes every week on the Podcast One app, iTunes, or at podcastone.com.